Welcome to Crackers and Milk. 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 Welcome, everybody. Um, welcome to season four musicals. Jacob has our synopsis for the movie that we are going to uh, talk about today, and it is The Greatest Showman. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a... <laughs> okay. Growing up in the early 1800s, P.T. Barnum displays a natural talent for publicity and promotion, selling lottery tickets by age 12. After trying his hands at various jobs, P.T. turns to show business to indulge his limitless imagination, rising from nothing to create the Barnum and Bailey Circus. Featuring catchy musical numbers, exotic performers, and daring acrobatic feats, Barnum's mesmerizing spectacle soon takes the world by storm to become the greatest show on Earth. Not to be mistaken by the greatest snow on Earth, is that correct? Yes. There was a, there was exactly. a thing about that. Yeah, anyway. Utah still has it. Yep. Yes, we do. If we get any. If we get any, yes. <laughs> That's the big if. <laughs> okay. We still get it in the mountains. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that was, um, so then who was the star? Hugh Jackman. Okay, so, yes. Zach Efron. Zach Efron. Mm-hmm. Zayenda. Michelle Williams. Mm-hmm. Who uh, else you want? That's uh, really about it. Rebecca Ferguson, maybe? Yeah, I think those are the four biggest yeah. ones that are on there that played a role. Well, the, the bearded woman, Kielis. Settle. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't know if I said I said her name right, but yeah, yeah, those two are okay. Yeah, those they played. Those role. are the main stars. Uh, they all have a musical number that they sing. Yeah, there. I don't think there was any other of the principal cast who actually sang a song. No, so not those are the singers. Yeah, yeah, not the featured. Like you know they. A lot of them. They were in the chorus, yeah. but they weren't. They weren't, you know, the performer, if you will. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was. Uh, I knew Hugh Jackman did some plays or won a Tony a long time ago. Yeah, that's how he got into show business. Is he was actually a stage performer? Right. Yeah, I was. I I kind of knew that, and so like when he did. Greatest showman, it's like, yeah, he did a really great job. You know, like, uh, definitely you, you, we've been so used to him as being Wolverine, Wolverine and this big muscly guy, but now he's out of that um, role for the most part. And mm-hmm. now you see him for what he really is. He's He's a really good actor, just a really good actor. He's a really good singer too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He I you know, I know he turned it over to Zach Efron later, but I still rather listen to Hugh Jackman than Zach Efron. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, he did do uh, a uh, Oh, go ahead, Jake. I was gonna say, uh, Zach Efron 
is a very good singer. I mean, that's how he got his start on the Disney Channel was High School Musical. Yeah, that's true. He's a good singer. Yeah, I, I agree that he's a good singer, but I think definitely um, maybe Hugh Jackman's voice is a little bit. I like Hugh Jackman's voice a little bit better, but I really did like their song together that they did. Um, in the in bar. The other yeah. side. Such a good yeah. song. We could talk about that when it comes up, but yeah, I, I really enjoyed Hugh Jackman singing, pleasantly surprised. Like, I remember my brother, he called me and he's like, hey, Dave, um, can you rent this movie for us? And I was like, no. He's like, well, what about buying it? I'm like, or he asked if we could buy it. I'm like, oh, well, if you come halfway with me, I'll do it. And he's like, okay. And so I was able to watch it after, and I was like, wow, this is a really good show. Just a yeah. just a really good show. I was I was pleasantly surprised when I watched it at first. I, I was slow to join the bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Very slow. I remember going to uh, baseball games, yeah. uh, high school baseball, softball. And what was weird is when the softball team, it uh, was Bingham Miners, mm-hmm. They were they they were playing the the music. I was like, "This is good music. Yeah. What is you know?" I, I didn't even know what it was. I was like, "Oh, cool, the greatest showman." You know, yeah. then you really know it's cool music when the baseball team is listening to it. I'm like, "Wait, what is this? The baseball team is listening to it. This is crazy. Whoa! You know, it's a phenomenon if the baseball team is listening to it too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah." What pre-game warm-up? We're listening to the greatest showman. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> then I watched it. it was so amazing. I, fi- I find if after I watch the movie, if I seek out the music to listen to, mm-hmm. uh, then I liked the music. Then I liked the movie better. If yeah. I don't really seek out any music from it, then then it was an okay movie. And I definitely. After uh, me and my wife saw this, I was watching YouTube videos of the songs over and over again. Yep, yep, same here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, ne- I, never enough. I, I still watch it on YouTube. Never enough, all the time. We just yeah. put it on. The kids love it. Oliver says it's his favorite song. This is my favorite song. And is that the what the version where it's the first one or the second one? The reprise. The, uh, it's where she's singing on the stage, and that critic is in the, the first one, Dave. The first one. This okay. is the first one. Yeah. Okay. Because I do like that one. I really do like that one. Yeah. I love that that oh. song. She does a great job wow. of acting. Yeah. I actually thought she was singing. Yeah, we all thought she was singing until we all found out she wasn't singing, and it was the Utah girl. <laughs> and the you and okay. Okay, well, okay, sorry. I'm just going to put a little dorkiness in here. Mm-hmm. I started doing some uh, sound design stuff. Yeah. And holy crud, I heard the girl actually sing the song from Utah that actually sings it. Yeah. And it's good, but it's not movie good. You know they've oh, they, they've touched everything up. And I, wow. Yeah. Wow. Really? Because her, her live version of it, she did a live version of it. It sounds nothing like the movie wow it's very interesting huh oh great we're saying very interesting again oh very interesting <laughs> very interesting oh very no. interesting what have i done it's very interesting 
<laughs> so I, I'd have to say my favorite song is probably "Rewrite the Stars." Oh, it it is the best song. Ooh, that's a good song with uh, Zac Efron and Zayenda. Yeah, that, yeah, it's, it's it, just somewhat heartbreaking and heart- romantic all in the same. Yep, that's exactly what it is. And her, uh, oh, I just their connection is so good, and the yeah. the, the 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 lyrics in it are so well written. Yeah. The song's great. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Well, but I think go ahead. Dave. Oh, another one I think is really good is uh This Is Me. This is me. Where they're they come like it's you know, kind of like um the talents saying, Well this is me, this is who I am and them singing it in front of all those you know, they got rejected I think the time where they got rejected um, by uh, Barnum of going into a party and then oh, they yeah, start they, singing yeah. and then they're all around each well, other. That's I, when they start singing. Yeah. That's when she starts singing, the, the bearded lady. Yeah, and I thought that was, you know, I, I, I liked the movie. I liked that song, but I liked it in the movie and I also liked it for them that they were standing up for them as they them who they are as themselves um and i thought that was really cool if if i had to say any song from the movie mm-hmm. that made an impact for at least the high school kids that would play they, that's the one they listen to all the time this is me yeah cuz for them that was it's to show that they can be who they you know want to be yeah mhm so good state uh, it's a great statement right yeah mhm as long as you don't take it too far, but yeah, <laughs> good stand. Oh, come on, Dave! <laughs> come on, this is me, Dave. <laughs> I'm not getting political. Not getting political. Okay. I mean, it, we could talk about literally every song in this movie mm-hmm. because they are all so awesome. Oh yeah, like in it was. Because come alive, the other side. Um, come alive. The. the the tightrope one. Yep. Oh yeah. Well, even like a million dreams, the first one I like, but yeah. the reprise I love. Oh, just, yeah. just that. Those are your dreams. We're yeah. the, we're here. This, the whole the whole movie is just uplifting. Really, just exactly. follow your dreams. Be who you are. This kind of reminds me of what Jake would always say. It, to me is like after we get done talking and all that stuff, he's like, "Hey, Dave, keep reaching for those stars. Just keep reaching for those stars. <laughs> They're not out of your reach. <laughs> They're not. They're not. And that and that's what it is with the Greatest Showman. And I thought at the beginning of the movie where you know he came from nothing. And did you guys notice who his dad was? I was trying to figure that out. Will Yeah, I know Swanson. Oh, Jingles Ward. Jingles Ward. Okay. Or as he likes to refer to himself once in a while, Captain Moroni, <laughs> which I'm happy he played, but he's not Captain Moroni. <laughs> but uh, he's the dad cool. of the of the kid, um, and it was really good. Like, he did a good job for his brief um, movie. His it's really one line. Job. Yeah, his one line. Um, and then, it was, yeah, so it was really... I liked it really well. And then uh, coming from nothing and then come be, becoming what he was, like 
sure they took artistic liberties with Barney. Very much so. Yeah. Because that's not because like I was researching it. Same here. And he this doesn't follow it. Yeah, they said that he was in his sixties when he was doing it. (laughs) (laughs) He got into it. And so he was a lot older and um but he did he did that, you know, he did Tom Thumb, he did the Beard Lady, he um he did all of those and um the twins, the Siamese twins, like what was interesting is that he got them out of retirement to do it. Nice. I thought that well, according to Wikipedia, I don't know if that's true. I love Wikipedia. Wikipedia. Uh, <laughs> according to Wikipedia, but you know that's how he got those guys out. But then all the other ones, yeah, like and in it, you kind of get a sense of you know when the big guys like, well, I weigh three hundred, <laughs> right? Five hundred pounds. Five hundred pounds. Seven hundred and fifty <laughs> pounds. Whoa. 750 it is. <laughs> and he just starts laughing, and it was like, yeah, that kind of sounds like um, all athletes. Like all athletic uh, people, when they put numbers on to them, it's like my coach, we had a point guard who was like 5'4", maybe, maybe 5'3", you know, very short. He put him at like 5'7". <laughs> it's like, dude, that's four inches. He does not. He's not 5'7 at all. You know, and so like just kind of that sort of stuff, the showmanship of the showmanship. like it where it was like, oh, yeah, hey, this guy. And then, yeah. you know, the Irish giant, when you really look at him, he's he's a normal guy on stilts because if you look at his hand, he's not big. Yeah. Because his hand, usually when you have a, a big guy like that, the hand envelops everybody else's hand. But his hand in the movie was like a normal human hand. It's like, oh, yeah, you're on stilts. So if anybody's watching... Mine is a normal hand. Dave here has this huge, ginormous, giant hand. Mine is small for a big hand. Dang. Because mine is small. Mine's just small. So, yeah. With with regards to the story, um, I thought that was interesting. It was when Barnum, and right, with the the movie, him coming out of poverty, quote, unquote, Mm -hmm. then he goes and he... You know, he gets his girl, and yeah. and he tells the dad, I'm, you know, I'm going to do everything for her. She's going to live live a great life, and he says, you'll come back. And that, that whole movie, he is just trying to prove to that dad to eat it, you know. Yeah. You jerk face, I'm going to do everything for your daughter. And and that, you know, yeah. that that's almost kind of can become somebody's then, demise, I think. Because she didn't need that kind of wife. Yes. She just wanted him. Yes. That that that's why oh, I just love seeing her interact with him. You're you're the reason I'm I love you. You not because of what you do. Yeah. And it like sorry. No, near you the go ahead. end when it, after from now on when he he runs to the beach to see her and he does does the rephrase of from now on and she does a rephrase from a million dreams. Yep. Just a little one. However big, however small, just want to be part of it all. And that's the one thing that when she left him, she wasn't upset about anything else, but it's like we did it together. Yeah. And that's what, yeah. you know, that's what made her mad. And that's why she left. It's like, we did it. To, we did it together. 
you took you yeah. we did this together, but you did it on your own this time. That's just messed up, man. Yep. And I I don't know, like and it was it was fun to see that where you know you're working together with somebody and you're just working together and. Um, I think that was a demise of that time too. It was like, I think that time period where you had to have that show, you had to have the show of, Hey, I'm very successful. I have a lot of money. Um, and all of that where in reality, you money comes and goes like no matter what money does come and go, but you know, you build relationships and you build, um, those things, properly you're the richest person well i think he realized what made him rich was his family yeah because at the end he you know he hands the hat hat off to the philip carlisle you know zach efron Mm -hmm. character to run the show and then he rides an elephant to go see his daughter perform ballet yeah Yeah. and so he's embracing who he is yeah. That's why he's famous is because he runs the circus. He doesn't care what those people think about him anymore. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I, I, I think that's good to remember. Um, I think um, a lot of times in our lives and in others is we're so caught up in what we look like and how we look um, and we lose sight of, really what's the most important thing in, in our lives. Sorry, deep thoughts, but a little deep thought. It'll, it'll get, even well, more, movie, <laughs> get more crazy with this kids. Movie can bring, <laughs> yeah. This, uh, this movie kind of brings out deep thoughts yeah. about family life, if you will. Well, yeah. And I, I think him standing up like him, you know, because that competitive streak can actually really destroy you as a person and that's what you know like she kind of pointed out to him when she he told her he told her dad to get out um even though his dad was he her dad was trying to congratulate him um yeah she's like man what are you doing like enjoy the moment with your family enjoy the moment that he realizes Oh, you can be successful, and that he can learn from a mistake that he did. But you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. Exactly. Yeah, and that with the with regard to children, you know, when his daughter, the girls make fun of her, you know, saying that she stinks because you know she's with all the the circus she animals. Like yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, that's something that I even worry about. I'm like, ah, oh, how am I going to deal with it when my child cries because kids are making fun of her or what or him, him or her? And yeah. you know, he just, you know, don't worry about those kids. You know who you are. You know, he's he stands up for her. He he lets her know that I love you. Yeah, don't worry about it. See, and that's what I feel his wife was trying to do. But he for he lost sight of it, and sometimes we can lose sight of it if we allow ourselves. Like his daughter was losing sight of it, and he lost sight of it, even though he said it to his his right. daughter, which he knew this is true. But he lost sight he of lost it sight of that because he wanted 
people to take him serious. He wanted he wanted you know, that critic to give him a good review, and he would do yeah. anything for it. Yeah, and like a lot. Yeah, he, finally, he never smiles, but he finally sees him at the Jenny Lind concert in New York. Yeah, smile. Mm-hmm. And that changes everything think, for him, really. Like he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm but, successful." Well, you were successful, and you have a wonderful family already. <laughs> And I like how they came to terms with each other by the end after the, you know, the, the building burns down. Yeah. Oh, how yeah. they kind of respect each other now. Yep. Yeah. And like, and I think sometimes when you start a business, like I think sometimes when you start a business, you kind of forget um, what made you successful. What made them successful was the live, the live shows that, you know, kind of the, Bearded Lady, the Tom Thumbs of the world, he made him successful, made him popular, and that's where he built his wealth. And I think that's what Zac Efron at a point said is like, hey, our gates are down, this is down, you need to look into this. But Jenny Lynn and that critical overshadowed that, yeah. of course. Yeah. I think that's what makes this movie so good, that storyline, mm-hmm. that – that uh you know, that fight within yourself yeah. and then the music supports it so well. Oh, oh yeah. it's, yeah, it's the, the storyline and the music are just complimentary. The whole freaking movie. Oh yeah. I just, uh, uh, yep. Yeah. Speechless. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> just so good. Good job, Mike. Yeah. Good job. Good job. Was it this way for you? Yeah. Magical? Totally magical. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Jake, we had to throw in a magical chime in there. What else you got? Yeah, I I know. I don't know what it is. I don't know what (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that. Whatever. (laughs) Jake, we like you. (laughs) I like you guys too. This is the greatest show. (laughs) Nope. Wrong button. (laughs) Wrong button, guys. (laughs) Sorry, Jake. I was meaning to do this one. Nope, not that one. (laughs) Too much fun, okay? Just too much fun. Okay. Is there anything else we want to talk about with The Greatest Showman? Like anything you guys thought about while you were watching it um, and that sort of stuff? I think they got the great, really wonderful actors and singers because we all know that some of these musicals we might do, we might like the musical, but maybe not the singer so much. But I think think they all nailed it. Yes, exactly. Every single one of, I mean, with the exception of Jenny, uh, uh, Rebecca Ferguson as yeah, Jenny Lynn. Right. Very but true. Hugh Jackman sang most of the songs. I, I know he developed, in, in recording it, he developed some of the, the throat tightness. So yeah. he actually didn't sing most of the, from now on. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know but that. Zach Efron sings. I am just saying, uh, 
I forget her name, but the bearded lady sang. Yeah. Well, and I, I think with um, the person who, with Rebecca Ferguson, yeah. she didn't sing, but honestly, she nailed that performance so well oh. that you believed she sang Getting the songs. Because that was, she did such a good job acting. So, yeah, she didn't sing it, but she, she nailed the she performance it, part. Yeah. Her 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 arm movements when she is just like oh moving those arms, I'm just like, Oh, she's so into it, I love this. And that's what that's what sold me on it's like, did she sing this? Or like that's what quit because she did those arm movements. She did like she sold it so well. It was amazing. That, exactly. That it's like, sure, she didn't sing, but wow, she's a good actress. Like if we didn't have the internet and this was in the nineteen eighties and we watched it, we would think she sang. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'd be like, oh, she's amazing. Yeah, it'd be Millie Vanilli, <laughs> even though it is Millie Vanilli, but it's like a great Millie Vanilli, where it's like you could totally believe that's her voice. Totally, totally. So yeah, it was cool though. Um, anything else? I don't think there's anything else from my end. I'm good. Okay, I'm good. We will encourage you to watch this though. This is a great movie. Watch it. Um, I think it's on. It's, it's on, on Disney, Disney Plus, Plus yeah. and then is it on? It's not on Netflix. It used to be, but I don't know if it's there. Yeah, now. it's on Disney Plus. Um, you could probably it's on Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could rent it. You can buy it um, if you want, but it's it's a great movie. Yeah, you can be crazy like me. I, I bought it on Ultra HD because it's freaking awesome. Yeah. yeah I bought... How do these people not have Disney Plus? Well, I don't know. I think some pe- it's like, you know, people fighting against Apple. They just don't like it because they are trying to take over the world. Possibly. Possibly. Disney Plus. Is Possibly. Plus. Some people just don't like Disney, too. Like, that. that's a big well, thing. That's too bad for them. Yeah, <laughs> too bad. But watch it. Just watch it. Yeah, it's a great movie. It, and it's great for... All ages. All ages. It's yeah. not just for teenagers or anything. It's great for all ages. Uh, saying that now, that's what my neighbors, they're in their 80s when they watched it. Yeah. And they went to the theater, watched it, and when they came home, I remember they they were like, have you seen The Greatest Showman? It was the best movie. We went and watched it again today. I'm like, holy yeah. crap, you went twice? Yeah. <laughs> they loved it. <laughs> and I, I watched it with my two kids today. Mm-hmm. Nice. And then Mike has watched it a lot. I have watched it a lot. Like we, I wouldn't mind. Why I don't mind watching. So it yeah, does that voice, segue voice into our your question? Usually, when should we watch this? Oh yeah, yeah. What what, what rating? <laughs> or like every recommendation. two year kind recommendation? Of thing? Yeah. What recommendation would you give it? Jake? I watched it like ten times since it's come out. So who knows? How- <laughs> the, the Jake seal of approval is every three to five years. Wow. Three to five to the mute, but listen to the music as much as you possibly can. Now, yeah, that's yeah, that's I the great thing that, that I have with the Ultra HD is it has a – do you want to listen to the music only? And it just does song after song, and it just takes you through the whole movie, just songs. And see, that's the thing, too, is that if you just want to listen to the music and not watch the movie, you have YouTube. Um, you have all the – movie like Spotify all those music stuff that you could probably 
Amazon Music. Amazon Music has it where you can listen to it. Uh, but if you want to do it for free, YouTube does a great job with that where you could listen to it for free. Um, mm-hmm. And there's probably mixes out there where people have put it in order, so you don't have to worry about that. So, yeah, like music, I would agree with Jake. Like you could listen to as often as you want. A movie, what about you? Jake says Ooh. three to five. I would say two. Every two? Two to three, maybe? Two to three. I just love it. Um, I would think, uh, I, I would watch this one every feel like it. If it's one year, yeah. Within a year, yeah. If you want, if you have like a desire to watch it every day for the next like month, go ahead. But just remember, if you do that, you won't want to watch it for a long time <laughs> after that. Who knows? But the music you exactly. should listen to. You yeah. know, that might be the caveat of musicals. Mm-hmm. Because I know so many people who love a musical and they're like, oh, I watched it again. I'm like, didn't you just watch it last month? Yes, I did. Don't you get sick of it? No, I don't. That's almost how musicals can be in people. Yeah. It, it, if it, if you love it, you'll watch it over mm-hmm. and over and over and yeah. over. It's not a movie to people sometimes. I think it's just that music that they love. I agree with that. Yeah. Like I, cause like, yeah, well, cause I've watched, I, I don't like why I like Calamity Jane. I don't watch Calamity Jane, but I like listening to um, the Black Hills of uh, Dakota. But I have that song, so I can listen to it. It's not <laughs> like I, I don't want. I don't want to watch the movie. I just want to listen to the song. Right. So it isn't. It's more about that music, and I think that's the one thing about musicals is you're not tied to the movie. No, you're not super tied to the movie. You're. You have to. Okay, you know, I have to watch the movie somewhat, but sometimes I've watched the, I've never watched the movie, or I watched the movie long after I've listened to the music, but I love the music. Right. You know? Well, if you think about it, Pink took uh, A Million Dreams and made a very good pop song out of it. Yeah. Because they didn't, they do like a remix of all of those. Like Pink did it, and then did others remix some of those songs too. I haven't heard anybody else, but FM 100 plays the pink, uh, uh, you know, a million dreams all the time. (laughs) Yeah. See, so it's like, we're not married. You're not married to the movie. You're married to the music because the music's so great of any musical, but right. This one, the music is wonderful. It's just beautiful. Yes. So, yeah. So that's what we recommend to you guys. Um, thank you for joining us. Please rate, subscribe, and leave a comment for us so that tell us what you think of what uh, the greatest showman or our episode or Mike or Jake or whatever me you know just just talk to us we love you okay please that sounds so desperate what do you normally say I don't know I gotta re-listen <laughs> have a good day guys. Welcome to crackers and milk. Welcome to crackers and milk. Welcome to crackers and milk. Welcome to crackers and milk.